What's up, everybody? Welcome to Screenplay, the fake movie podcast for people stuck outside the writer's room. I'm your host, Chris Rocky. I'm Brian Lee. And I'm the big buck of this lick, Zach Wooldridge. <laughs> Thanks, big buck. All right, so guys, I've got a movie idea. I was out these. Uh, I was at this Chinese restaurant the other day. Who, who'd you go with? Uh, I, I was with Zach and his girlfriend. I got the uh, sweet and sour chicken. So what? So so anyway, you were you were at this this Chinese restaurant. You were having a succulent Chinese meal. They brought out the fortune cookies at the end, like most Chinese restaurants do. And I didn't really like my fortune. I thought it was a little kind of out there. You know, it it wasn't the generic fortune cookie fortunes that you're used to. Okay, well, what was the fortune? I don't know. Live, laugh, love. That sounds more like a command than a fortune. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like a series of three commands. I don't know what to tell you, Brian. I didn't write the fortune cookie. Well, I was kind of hoping that was the punchline. So continue, Rocky. Uh, so I got the idea. What if... We made a movie about a guy who keeps getting increasingly like more specific fortune cookie fortunes. Okay. I like it. I like it. So it's like it's like that TV show God Friended Me, but with fortune cookies instead of Facebook and God. I mean, it still could be God, I guess. We can go anywhere you want with it. But okay, so I want you to imagine this. We set up the opening scene. This guy, I'm imagining it's in New York. Sure. And maybe he lives in an apartment above a Chinese restaurant or something. So he visits it frequently. So it's in Chinatown. Yeah, he lives in Chinatown, clearly, which is perfect. Is he Chinese? Uh, I, I don't know. He doesn't have to be. I was thinking he's white, but that might just be because I'm white. Okay, so he's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, have we used him? I, I think we have. It's hard to tell at this point. How about Cal Penn? Ah, going for a different kind of Asian. (laughs) Or do we want to use Buff Kumail? Ooh, Buff Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani. His name in the story is is Jake. Sure. Yeah, but it's like short for Jake Rondashar. Are we going to have, how are we going to release that information? Is that on some mail? It's on his mail in an establishing shot. So, okay, so establishing shot. So before I, I said this establishing shot that I'm coming up with on the fly, I think that this this feels like a thriller. Am, am I right in getting the tone? I feel like this is going to be where where are these fortunes coming from? How how do they know all this information? And then it's going to be leading somewhere. Are we we getting the same vibe on this, guys? It could be. I I was also thinking it could be like like a movie like Stranger Than Fiction or something like that. Or um, Zach said God friended me. Uh, it could be a thriller. Yeah, it could totally be a thriller. Uh, let's do it. Let's make it a thriller. So maybe it. What was the, uh, what's the Philip K. Dick story? And they made a movie with Matt Damon. Uh, the Adjustment Bureau. Ooh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good vibe, too. Yeah, it's similar to what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, um, Eagle Eye, that Shia LaBeouf movie. But Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Um, but yeah, I like that. So, so my, okay, so establishing shot. Establishing shot. I was thinking. He's, like, in his apartment. He checks the mail. <laughs> yeah, like, well, actually, I was thinking he was going to be, like, asleep, and, like, it pans over, like, his mail and, like, some like some plates he hasn't cleaned up from dinner last night, and, like, you know, he wakes up. I, I think until he gets the fortune cookie, it's probably pretty lighthearted, because that's, like, the point is the uh-huh. noticing these, these things kind of set him off on edge, and that starts the whole thing. So I was like, yeah, you know, we have little funny scenes where, like, he wakes up, and he's, like, d- disgruntled, and he, like... 
I don't know. He goes to pee and he like misses the toilet bowl and like okay, okay. So, you know so he's he, a he brushes his teeth. Well, yeah. Finally, a character I can relate to. <laughs> he's spending all of his energy in the gym. He doesn't have time to take care of his house life. You're right. And does he really need to with packs like that? I don't think so. His house is the gym. This is just where he lives and sleeps. Well, here's here's also my thought. So he's bumming around. He's like, eh, I don't want to make dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Like he spent all day like, you know, doing minor errands or whatever. But he's like back. He's like, I'll just go to the Chinese place downstairs. Easy. He was doing a eight hour arm day. <laughs> yeah, he was just doing eight hour arms with his all 16 day. milkshakes. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rich Piana. Oh my god. Um but yeah, so he he goes and he's like, I'm just gonna go to the Chinese place downstairs, whatever. He goes, sits down. Um he's eaten there countless times before because he lives above oh, yeah. it. So he he like knows the the hostess. Like he's a regular Yeah, he's like, Hey May and like he, he goes sits in, down. They're like, hey Jake. Yeah. He eats. We we just have fifteen minutes of him eating. That's <laughs> yeah. It's like a very art house thing. Actually, no, I've I've got an idea here. I got an idea here. So someone comes into the Chinese place to pick up an order for carryout, and it's someone that he knows from college, okay. let's say, and he hasn't seen them in years. He's like, hey, what's up? And they tell him, like, oh, it'll be about five more minutes or whatever. So the guy says, hey, mind if I sit with you? Just kind of catch up for a minute. So that, like, introduces this this person, which is played by um, Ela Fisher. Okay. And big fan. She sits down and they catch up or whatever and then her food's ready. She leaves. And so the viewers are already like, why did they just throw this big name actress and like have this conversation and here whatever. And so he finishes up eating and he gets the the fortune cookie. And he opens it up and he pops like half of it in his mouth, starts chewing and he pulls out the fortune. And he reads it and what what do you guys think this first fortune should um, say? So I don't I don't think it should be incredibly specific i think it should just be yeah i agree kind of odd um ooh, it could be something about Ela. it could be something like like it just says something like she misses you eat her booty hole <laughs> never trust a beautiful uh, red-headed woman in a chinese restaurant <laughs> sure yeah that's on the nose well that's just that's an age-old proverb there's nothing out of <laughs> character about that like you hear that growing up all the time yeah that's ancient chinese medicine my friend grind up your rhino horn and never trust a beautiful redhead in a chinese restaurant these are all staples of the ching so yeah so uh so jake is like that's odd well that's a weird fortune to get and then you know he he's like hey may like what what's up with this and, and she's like well, i don't i don't write them they just come in the cookies. It's kind of racist to assume she writes the fortune cookies of him. Well, I don't know if she, he assumed that. I think he was just like, "Where do you get these?" Yeah, that's where she gets them, and she's like, "I don't know. We like where everybody gets them. Like we have like there's a giant distributor. Like there's just, just yeah, we just buy them. These things are made in a factory. Yeah. Jake, calm down. In New and York, he he's he's like this is he's like this is really weird. Read this, and she reads it, and she says the same thing we just did. Like it's. Chinese translations, Jake. This kind of stuff happens. Like it probably means something completely different originally. So he blows it off. Whatever. Goes to sleep. You know. Starts the next day. He goes into to work. He's I don't know. What 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 does he do for a living? The lifts. You're right. So he goes to he does eight hour <laughs> leg day. He, he goes to the <laughs> he goes gym. To the gym. 
Does he work at the gym? Yeah, let's have him. Okay, that's good. He He's like a trainer. Can we make like a little tiny joke that like he's training somebody and then somebody else who works at the gym's like, hey, like don't act all high and mighty. You've only been buff for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he woke up one day and he was just suddenly buff and he's like, finally, that hard work, it paid off. Like, So so he's he's working or whatever and it's a normal day. And so so he what I was thinking was he goes to clean out the uh, locker room, you know, part of his duties wherever he's opening lockers and he's like finding shit. And again, there's little humor bits in here. Like, like he finds like a playboy magazine from like 1973. And he's like, how in the fuck do they even have this? And he's like, you know, just cleaning a bunch of shit. There's what other goofy stuff does he find in the lockers? Uh, like a bop it, okay. like a, like a, a <laughs> electronic um, bop it toy sparklers like that you use on the 4th of <laughs> July. Um, yeah, but used sparklers. Yeah, used sparklers. Um, like a puzzle. One of those posters of the cat hanging and it just says, hang in there. But it's hanging from a pull-up bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, there should be <laughs> there should be an old man in this locker room just fully naked. Balls to the ground. Like It's a locker room. He's fully naked. Jake's like, Gene. <laughs> Gene. 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 And Gene's like... I can do this here. This is a locker room. <laughs> and he's like blow drying his balls and trying to talk to Jake. <laughs> it's true. As happens in every male gym. Locker this is room. just fact. This is just, this is just life. Yeah. Like, and they come up and talk to you. They've got shirt on shoes on socks, <laughs> no pants, no underwear. No pants, no and underwear. you're like, my friend, yeah. Gene, you have forgotten the order of operations here. Let me, and they ask you random questions like, Hey, how's that house? What? What? We're like, hey, what were you doing with those eight-pound dumbbells? And you're like, I never touched those once. What are you talking about? Today was leg day. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but so like, Gene Gene walks away or whatever, and so he's finally so he opens up one of his lockers, one of the lockers, and he sees a fortune cookie sitting on the little top eye level shelf. He's like, huh, mm-hmm. whatever. So he grabs it and. He's not gonna eat it. He's a little hungry. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say he's not gonna. Well, I was gonna say he's not gonna eat it because why would you eat like a fortune cookie you found in a gym locker room? But he is a slob. But what's in the wrapper? (laughs) So okay, sure. Why not? He unwraps the eats this mystery cookie. Well, because I think he's partly like maybe this one won't be as weird. I for my thought was that he wouldn't even think about it, and that until he read this fortune, he would have forgotten. Well, how about this, Brian? How about he pockets it? Sure, that works. And he's he's like, sure, because because I I think he's a little apprehensive. He's he sees it and he goes, no, maybe, no, no. So he pockets it. And he somebody calls him or something, so he just stashes it in his pocket real quick, like he's not even thinking about it. And then he goes out to check on something. Sure. So he he gets off work, and I guess he's he's like on the subway home, and he reaches into his pocket for something and then he finds that and he pulls it out he like opens it up you know absentmindedly pops half in his mouth and reads it and what's the next one say uh where where is he currently so he's on the subway he's on the train oh maybe it says something like it says uh, get off at this stop or like get off at what's a good what's like a good stop that would be heading towards Chinatown in New York I don't know I think it should just say get off here Okay. Would it be phrased like in in some whimsical Chinese sage advice Confucius way? 
for health and safety, please leave now. <laughs> yeah, I think Brian's thinking the same thing as I am. Like, so he gets off the train and then like it crashes or like it delays him and going somewhere. Like maybe he was going to meet somebody and if he didn't like get off the train, like he would have been late. So my thought was that, uh, and, and you can feel free to shoot this down, is that he gets off and he's like, that was stupid. And the train's already gone, and he, like, looks up the subway stairs, and so he's like, and he just, like, walks the rest of the way, because he was only a couple of stops away from uh, from his apartment. So he, he walks back home, he gets in, into his apartment, throws his keys on the table, you know, sits down, turns on the TV, starts, you know, using the shake weight. And there was a sarin gas attack in the subway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> no, say. No, too soon. Yeah. I was well. I was gonna say that like the train derailed or something, and like it killed, it killed like a number of people, or maybe it didn't even kill, but maybe it injured people. Like he clearly would have been on the train and been, and hurt. it would have messed with his ability to go to the gym and stay ripped. Ruin, and- ruin his life, <laughs> ruin his life. And so, so he's like, "What the?" So this is where the moment where he's like, "That fortune told me to get off, and it saved me." So that like kicks off. Like he he realizes like these fortune cookies are, are for me. So the next scene I figured is he like immediately runs downstairs to the Chinese place and it's not May working. It's like her dad. Okay. Ray. Ray. And yeah. Played Ray by, Romano. played by Ray Romano. Clearly. Uh, it, oh, okay. Or Adam Sandler, um, a la uncut gems, your pick. Um, Chow young fat. Chow young fat. I was thinking it would be, Oh, he's all, he's the old Chinese guy. Um, Jackie Chan, <laughs> James Hong. Okay, James Hong. Yeah, I mean it is a Chinese restaurant, so he's he's great at just being an old Chinese. He's pretty good You're right. at that. So so James Hong. That's a good one, Zach. Is he's working? Ray. Ray. Yeah. And uh, so then he confronts Ray, and he's like, "Hey, Ray, I really need to know where you get these fortune cookies." And he says, at first he says the same thing as May, like, "Oh, we get some from some big distributor," and He's like, no, really, I need to know where you get these. And so he gives him, like, the address to where the distributor is. Like, he, like, he goes in the back, brings a box that used to have them, and it's got the, ad- like, the return address. And so he's got an address. He's like, thanks. So then he leaves, and it's, like, late, so he doesn't bother going today. But the next day, he goes to the address. Like he's, he, It shows him, like, getting off the subway, looking at the address, and then looking up. And seeing like an abandoned building, like nobody's there, uh-huh. clearly not here. And then I don't know where we go from from here. Um, well, he goes in the building. Okay. Um, I think he he has to go up to a certain floor. Does he see a a sign or a clue? He sees a fortune cookie. Like, All right, he sees a fortune cookie. I was gonna ask if that was too on the nose. No, I think that this this helps a lot. So he see, he gets, he goes up to like the fifth floor or something, which is like the highest floor in this like mid-sized building. And he's like wandering around. He's like, there's nothing here. This place is like empty. And he like, he's about to leave and he sees this one room completely bare, except for one fortune cookie sitting in the middle of the room on the floor. Okay. So he goes up and he's like looking at it. And he stares at it, and it's like just a shot, like from profile of him looking down at this fortune cookie for like a good fifteen seconds. Silence. Mm-hmm. You you really can hear and just feel the tension yeah. of just him going. If I take this fortune cookie, 
I don't know what's going to happen. Life is going to be weird. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that maybe there's some dramatic music, you know, playing up the tension, building that. Oh, yeah. And I think it's score for sure. Audience, I, I, if you're listening, imagine some strings, just some eerie strings going on. For sure. And so he picks it up and like he's he's looking at it in his hand. He hasn't opened it yet. He's still like thinking about it. And his phone rings and it's like really abrupt and jarring. Maybe the, the strings have died down quite a bit while he's p- holding it and you expect and him to open it and then Isla the Fisher. phone startles you. Uh, yeah, it's Ela, exactly. It's Ela Fisher's character. Ela? Isla? Uh, do we name her? How do we, how do we, I don't exact, know how, how to pronounce, pronounce it? It's Isla, Brian. Isla. Isla. It's Isla. All right. Isla, thank you. Somebody has been mad at us for like 10 minutes now. They're like, did he fucking pronounce Isla Fisher? Yeah, wrong? Isla. Isla Fisher has been mad at us for at least 10 minutes now, probably longer. So here's my idea. The phone number, because he hasn't talked to her since college, is just, it's just a number. He doesn't know who it is. So he's like, who the fuck is this? So it's like, really, you're like, is this the people who do this? Like, is this the fortune cookie guys? And so he answers. She's like, hey, it's Reagan. How are you? (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. And, And I like where this is going. So he answers, he answers, Reagan says, hey, how are you doing? He's like, hey, I'm into something r- really weird <laughs> right now. Can we like get lunch or something? And she's like, yeah, I was just about to call you. I was calling you to do that. And so th- he leaves because he's freaked the fuck out, obviously. Does he open the fortune cookie before he leaves or does he pocket this one too, like debating whether or not he should open it? Um... I think I think he pockets it, but uh, but okay. I mean he did that the last time too, so I don't know if I want him to do it twice. In a so row. so but he, no, you go. Here's, ahead. You so go here's ahead. my idea. So instead, unwrite un- what I just said. So she calls. He says, "Hey, I'm. Uh, this is really weird." And she goes, "Well, uh, you know, I, after I saw you the other day, I just it, it felt really good to see you again. I wanted to to get lunch with you, maybe if you're free on Friday." And he's like, "You can see that he's like." looking into the distance kind of like trying to decide Very what to do. And he's he's thinking about the first one he read. And he's like, "Don't trust the redheaded <laughs> woman in the Chinese restaurant." Exactly. And he opens the fortune cookie and it tells him to go. It says like go I don't know what is it, what would it say like I think it should be like always accept an invite from a friend but be wary of what they say or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like always accept a friend's invitation. Sure. Something, yeah, sure. And then, so he's like, okay, I guess I have to go. And then he turns it around, and it's like, lucky numbers. 8, 13, 19, 22, 25. And he's like, okay, whatever. Learn Chinese. <laughs> and it has, like, how to say rice in Chinese. <laughs> and he's like, I'll need that for later. <laughs> How do you say rice in Chinese, Brian? Rice. <laughs> it's it's just Shit, the same. He's got thing. me there. He's it's, got me there. It's the same. <laughs> Actually, I, I I don't speak tonal languages. I just googled it and it says Bifan. Uh, Bifan. Yeah, that's what it says. So that's probably really wrong because I don't speak. Yes, our Chinese listeners are like, oh no. Our Chinese listeners are like, it's Ila, you dolt. <laughs> Isla, Isla. Anyway. Bye, anyway. Bye, anyway, so so he so he knows he has to go, uh-huh. but he's also still freaked out because this is still very specific. Incredibly, I think we so, would all be very freaked out if we were Jake in this scenario. Yeah, so he goes to lunch. Is it at the Chinese place? No. Okay, different. It's not. Different a, place. It's not even close to it. 
You're right. She's called him and she's like, hey, do you want to get Chinese? And no. he's like, no. Yeah. Maybe even you could show them texting. Like, do you want to get Chinese on Friday? And he's like, no. And his very Kumail Nanjiani way, he's like, I'm actually kind of feeling Korean. <laughs> so I was thinking he would go to an American style, like a place that would never have fortune cookies, okay. like on purpose. Okay. Well, I mean, we can do Korean. There's I'm fine a with lot that. of there's a lot of cuisines that would not have fortune cookies. That's what you'd think. There's really only one that does. So so anyway, so he goes to this this next restaurant, and they're they're having maybe like is that In and Out? Yeah, it's In and Out. It, that's great. Sure. In New York, In and Out in New York, <laughs> Shake Shack. Okay. Yeah, it'd be Shake Shack. Um, I think the next scene is it cuts to like them eating at the restaurant. Um, I think it's a sit down place because I have an idea for what's going to happen next that requires some waiter to be there, but they're like talking, they're in, in the middle of their conversation. They're laughing. They're like talking about where their college friends have like grown up and like where they are, who, who she's still remember, who Reagan still remembers, um, like who Jake has, has connected with. Cause maybe, maybe they went to school and she's like, what have you been up to? And he's like, well, I got jacked. <laughs> That's about it. Um, so, so anyway, so he eventually tells her about, he's like, all right, so this is, this is a really weird thing that's been happening with me. He tells her about the fortune cookie. Oh, so he tells her. And she's like, I'll admit it's a bit weird. And then he explains that it was the reason he said yes to lunch. And she's like, oh my God, it took you a fortune cookie to come, you have lunch with me. And he's like, ah, ha ha. He laughs it off. And they laugh it off. He's like, you're right. I'm being a little weird. It's just fortune cookies. And then they get their, their checks. And like, he has this moment where like, they ask like, Oh, is it one check or two check? And he's like, is this a date? And she's like two checks. And so boom, <laughs> fucking shut down. So he's like, whatever. Cause I don't have to pay for it. So, <laughs> um, the waiter comes with the checks and you know, he hands the check to, to her and she's like get, digging through her purse. And he like checks his phone real quick. And when he looks back up, the bill is sitting in front of him, and on top of the bill is a fortune cookie. Oh, man. And he's just staring at it, like, what the fuck? And then she looks at it, and she's confused, because she just heard the story. And he's like, did, did you get one? And she's like, no. And he looks around, the waiter's gone. No, she thinks he's fucking with her. Oh, really? That's a good idea, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. No, you're right. So she thinks he, he she's like, you can't be serious really is this what you do like is this your thing now and he's like no i'm serious yeah you tell this whole big story about fortune cookies tracking you and like whispering to you or whatever and then you put one in front of me jake this is low even for you and he's like no i'm serious she like brushes it off and she's like putting her phone away she's clearly packing up about to leave and he opens it up and it says now, are we are we going to continue and get like more specific and less like folksy? Are we going to is it going to so, be folksy the whole time? I think I think it keeps getting more specific. Uh, but I thought he wasn't supposed to trust her. Like, where's where did that whole angle? That's a go? good point. Where are we going to take it with that? Because we can play into that with this next fortune cookie. Well, does he trust the fortune cookies? That's a good question. Is like who who are he, who's he supposed to trust? This this girl from college who you know seems pretty nice and everything but this fortune cookie did save his life the other day yeah that's, like whoever's true. doing this so it's kind of like a struggle so i guess maybe it's got to be pitting him against her what so what would it say so i'm just gonna start generating 
random fortune cookie sayings from here on out. Okay. Your ability to pick a winner will bring you success. Hmm. That's not not a bad idea. My my thought was that it's something like this is the point where it stops being like folksy Chinese wisdom and it's like direct statements. He has to get one. I'm not saying it has to be here, but he has to get one that is jarringly specific, like snaps him into reality. Okay. It says, ask her about Colin. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, so what's up with Colin? And she like freezes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she's like, how do you know Colin? And he's like, oh, we all went to school. And she's like, cut the bullshit. He didn't go to school. He's playing very coy, too. Yeah. In, in my mind. Like, he's like, I don't I don't know. I know a couple Collins. Yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, she's like, cut the bullshit. I, I guess she comes back to the table. Yep. And. So she comes back to the table. She's, like, visibly distressed. And she, like, takes a deep breath. And you can see that she's, like, almost about to cry. And she mentions that she was engaged. Oh. And Bombshell. she was engaged to a guy named Colin who died mysteriously, uh, maybe in like a hit and run or something, uh, but in broad daylight, clear sky. So it was weird. Six months a ago. A year ago. A year ago. And that's why she's not really ready to date, hence the two checks. But okay. there's no way he would have known about that. Like they hadn't seen each other in years. She's like, what, like, how the fuck do you know this? How do you know this guy's name? She's like, have you been stalking me? Like, she's about to leave, and he shows her, like, no, and he shows her the fortune cookie. And so now she knows, and she's in this in this world now where she's aware that it's, like, very specific, and it knows things about her, and it knows things about him. Well, that has some implications. She's very, she's really, uh, he's, he's really thrusting her into this world. Yeah, exactly. It's and and so my thought was like now that they're both in the world that they're like both protagonists and it's like his his in his course to like find out who is writing these and what they're leading to, they're also the fortune cookies are also trying to pit him against her and so he's like having this battle between like do who do I trust? Like I haven't seen her in years. I don't even know this person though. Like Okay. So they both decide we got to figure out who's writing these because obviously they're like following them. I mean, it's, it's clear they're being stalked by somebody at the very minimum, probably more. So they start doing research probably together, right? They, they probably just go to the library or something, or maybe he, she goes back to his apartment or vice versa. We'll just go back to his apartment. It's really, it's really messy. She doesn't seem to mind as much now though, because she's t- freaked out. Um, and they're like doing research or whatever. And it's like research scene, research montage where they're like dead ends on like trying to figure out like they're, they're, just they're googling but they're, stuff. Yeah, they're googling stuff. They find weird shit like there's a surprising amount of uh, fortune cookie factories that go up in flames for no reason uh, and shit like that. <laughs> and but it's not really particularly helpful. It's just very creepy. I, I think um, he should be like, ooh. And she comes over. She's like, what? What? And he goes, oh no, I just found a really good recipe. <laughs> and she's like, dude, snap out of it. For what? Fortune cookies? <laughs> snap out of it. He's like, you're right. You're right. He's, he's like, no, just, just stew. It, it looks good. She's like, it's late. I should be going home. And he's like, no, no, you can stay here. And she's like, nice try. He's like, no, seriously, like, I'll sleep on the couch. You can sleep in my room or whatever. And then they do bone. No, I was thinking that there's no boning. But oh. you can, I mean, we can have a bone oh. scene. 
bone down. Yeah. And we show all of it. Sure. So my thought was that like she's going to like borrow a spare toothbrush or whatever. And she opens up his medicine cabinet and there it's like filled with fortune cookies. Like there's like 50 fucking fortune cookies. She screams immediately because of course she would. Yeah, that's some real psychopath shit. Yeah, for sure. And so she like screams, runs out of the bathroom, and this is where it gets real weird. Like there's like the the like stabbing violin sounds. Like it's really creepy now. They're like, this mm-hmm. is serious. Mm-hmm. And he's like like holding her for a second. He's like, I'll go see. So he like runs in and there's one fortune cookie that fell into the sink and split, and so the fortune fell out. So he didn't even have a choice in opening it. And it says, You shouldn't have trusted her. Oh, <gasps> Mon dieu. That's hot. I like that. Yeah. and That's money, baby. So then he turns around, and I think at this point she has to do something that gives him reason to doubt her. She's pointing a gun at him. Whoa. <sighs> Maybe. Whoa. Maybe, yeah. So I she's pointing this. a gun at him. I'm, I'm super excited for where this is going, and I'm writing it. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. So she's pointing a gun at him, and he's like, he puts his hands up. He's like, what, Reagan, what do you? She's like, shut up. I'm going to leave now. With all these fortune cookies. Oh, yeah. Maybe she takes all the fortune cookies. All all of them in the apartment or just... I think all of them, but she misses the one in the sink. Okay. Because he's, like, up against the sink, like, freaked the fuck out. Like, he's... So he's, le- like, leaning against it in such a way she didn't see it. So she, like, swipes them all into her purse, holding them at gunpoint, and leaves. So she leaves, and uh, he tries to find her, looks, like, looks her up tries to find her like online he can't find her anywhere can't find any records of her and he's like How, what like i can't find a phone number it's 2020 mm-hmm. so he's like i he, he has no idea what to do he has no idea where she went so he spends the next day looking for her so like he's he's gonna go to bed and he's like i guess does he go to the chinese place again <laughs> he's like i'm hungry he's <laughs> like fuck he, it he might i'm as hungry well at it's this like, point it's like the only place open. Yeah, it's. I mean, he's like, fuck it. And then he sits down and May's like, hey, hey. He's like, hey, get me whatever. Just no fortune cookies. Promise me. And she's like, I mean, sure. And then so she leaves, mm-hmm. comes back with a whole Peking duck. And he's like, all right, fuck yeah. She's like, you look like you had a rough night. So he's he's like, okay. He sits down. He's, he starts you know eating his, his Peking duck and his uh, Ting Tao. Beer. He's drinking his drinking beer. Drinking the beer. Okay. And he cuts in, and he gets in. You know, he gets into. He's eating this, this succulent duck, and then as as he's picking it apart, he notices in the in the center of the cavity another fortune You're cookie kidding. shoved into the duck. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Who would put it in there? So he opens this fortune. He doesn't cookie open up. it. He immediately is like, "What the Hold fuck?" Up. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then like. He's like, May, I told you not to bring me one. And she's like, I didn't. And it, it was like, he's like, well, what the, what is this? And she's like, it's a fortune cookie. And he's like, no shit. Like, why, I told you, and blah, 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 blah. Eventually, he does open okay. it. He does open it. I think it. she calls the chef, and she's like, hey, why did you put this in his fucking duck? That's weird. And he's like, I didn't do that. Like, no one knows how this got here. Okay. And then uh, James Hong, her father, comes in, and he's like, what's all this racket? Yep. Uh, and he's like, just open the fortune cookie. It, it, whatever. So he opens it and it says duck. And he's like, yeah, I just had a peeking. And then he's like, wait. wait. And he like drops down glass shatters. And there's like bullets just 
spraying yes. all inside yes. the Chinese restaurant. May is just like lit up no. with bullets, like slow mo, like blood. Just no, like poor May. Bullets are entering and exiting her body. The sheriff is getting hit the in sheriff. this. <laughs> the sheriff. Or the sheriff. The chef is getting hit in his, like, bit. He's a fat chef. He's getting hit in the stomach, and, like, you're just seeing, wow. like, his fat ripple as bullets penetrate his body. James Hong is, like, running around oh, yeah. freaking out, and he gets, like, just drilled oh between the eyes. Oh, yeah, and he collapses. There's blood everywhere. It's just extremely violent, like, gratuitous blood. Yeah. I wasn't, re- I wasn't ready for this. And it's out of nowhere. I'll tell it's, you that right now. Yeah, exactly. It's out of nowhere. It's perfect. This is the, like, thrill of the thriller, for sure, Zach. Keep going. Uh, So then these nondescript, you know, like, black SUVs pull up, and, like, out of them pour, like, these, like, Chinese guys and, you know, Chinese men in black-looking dudes. Yeah. And they start, like, scouring the place, and they're, like, scanning shit, and things are beeping. Uh, Buff Kumail, Jake, he's like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And he's still, like, hiding. And they're obviously, like, searching around. In the chaos or something, he'd like ducked into the kitchen or somewhere into the bathroom. He like jumped into the bathroom. It's one of those tiny bathrooms with, uh, you know, like the tiny window that like kind of flips open. Yeah. So he like wiggles his way through the window, like as they're like rattling the doorknob and they're like pounding on the door and like yelling shit in Mandarin. He like jumps out the window into the back alley He's, like, breathing heavy and sweating, but, like, his adrenaline's going. He can't slow down because, you know, if you're uh, – once your fight-or-flight response kicks in, once you stop fighting, then the flight happens and your body's just, like, drained. So he's, like, got to keep going. And he knows this because he's yeah. a bodybuilder for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and where does he go next, Rock? Okay, so he gets out. I think he just hails a cab. It's like, I don't care where you take me. Just take me to the other side of the city. I don't care. Just get me out of here. He's in the cab, and the cab driver just takes him someplace. And I don't. Maybe he's he's still kind of like ducking so they can't see him in the windows or something like that. He do, he has no idea where this cab's going. I don't know. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes go by. Yeah. And the cab driver pulls up. He's like, "Hey, is this place good?" Jake. And he looks outside, kinda, and it's the Apollo he, uh, Theater. <laughs> And he's like, I'd pull, but sure. Yeah. I guess it is on the other he's, side of town. He's like, well, so. maybe I'll maybe I'll see a see a show or something. And he's like, no, 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 that 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 wouldn't be good. <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is fine. Um, so he gets out, everything looks normal, he doesn't see any black SUVs or any people who look like they could be working for Chinese special forces or anything like that. Sure. And so he gets out of the cab. Now, he didn't know this at the time, but the cab driver Put him there for a reason. Oh, oh, okay. So he's he's out of the car. The ca- the cab pulls off. Pulls cab pulls so he's off. He's just kind of standing by himself, and he 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 looks across the street and he sees the Apollo Theater, and then you know whatever's on the other corners. He kind of takes a deep breath, and he's like, "What just happened?" And then sees this small thing fall from above, like from a window way above him, and land right in front of him, like two feet in front of him, and it's a fortune cookie. That is now shattered. These keep raining. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's like a shitload, like like a rain of fortune cookies just surrounding him. And he's like, "What the fuck?" So he like cowers against the side of the building and looks up, and like just as he's looking up, they stop, and there's no sign of anybody up there dropping them. Has no idea. He doesn't pick one up. 
he runs off and as he's sprinting off mm-hmm. it like pans down to his feet as his like foot crushes one lifts up he runs off and you can read the print just barely and it says second chance hmm. and as he's running reagan walks out of a, a door and he runs into her so he runs into her yes she has just held him at gunpoint yes like yes two hours ago well, it's it was like a day ago, but but yeah, yeah, for a sure. A day ago, okay, all right. Uh, let me ask you in general: if you kind of tackle somebody accidentally who had just held you at gunpoint, what would the first thing you would say to that person be? What the fuck? Yeah, no, that's. I think that's. Uh, I think that's it. And I think rather than getting shot, he probably like holds her hands down. Oh, kinky. So he's like, "All right, no guns. What the fuck just happened? And how do you play into this?" He and has unintent like literally run into her, like unintentionally tackled yeah. her, I believe. Um and I want that first fortune to be true and that like he shouldn't trust her. Like I don't think she needs to be a protagonist. I think like at this point he trusts the fortune cookies. Uh and the first one he got said don't trust her. Okay. Okay. So he's So he's doing not gonna that. trust her. So he He's not going to trust her. So does he like question her or? Um, Yeah, actually, I think. Hold on. Hold on. Let's back up then. Maybe he doesn't like run into her and tackle her. Maybe he sees her and then he gets the drop on her and like knocks her out somehow. And then uses his gimp knowledge to tie her up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uses his gimp knowledge, his leather daddy skills. (laughs) So then like she comes to in. It doesn't matter. Undisclosed location. And he's trying to get answers. Yeah. So he is now got her tied up and he's interrogating her and she's like not telling him anything. Eventually he gets frustrated. They have an intense dialogue and he screams like, I don't care. I just want answers. And she like laughs, like chuckles, looks down. You want answers. And, And she's like, check my purse. And so he goes... He's got her tied up. It doesn't matter. He opens up her purse. He sees the gun she held him at gunpoint with. She takes the gun. And then all of the... Or he takes He the takes gun. the gun, for sure. He's like, I'm keeping this. Yeah, for sure. And then he sees all of the fortune cookies that she swiped from his room, the other from his bathroom. And he like looks back at her, and she's just staring at him. He's like, is this a joke? She says, nope. So he just picks one, randomly. Opens it up. And before he can read it, like as he's opening, like as it cracks, as he cracks it in half, he hears glass shatter. He turns around and Ela has been Isla, sniped. Isla, Brian, Reagan. On, <laughs> Re- Reagan has, <laughs> has been sniped through the window. She is dead. Oh my gosh. This is incredible. I'm on the edge of my seat. Is it John Hinckley? Could be. What is, what is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's John Hinckley. So what is what does the the fortune cookie say from there? <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. Thank you. Okay, that's oh that wow, I didn't. He, I just now figured Reagan. Uh, that's good. Yeah, maybe he hasn't grabbed the gun at this point, and he just looks down and it says, "Take the gun." Oh yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Here's yeah. what I was thinking too. Then mm-hmm. he opens another, and it tells him like go out the door and then he opens another and tells him this and like each one he opens it gives him directions that lead him to the factory yes yes perfect perfect so so yeah so at this point he's got all of these and it's like line by line like get on the a train do this like this is this is this is actually really fun this is good so 
maybe the second act ends with him arriving at the factory in San Francisco. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's like a detailed, those fortune cookies took him out of the city. Well, he goes from one Chinatown to another. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, one of the fortune cookies has a plane ticket in his name instead of a fortune. (laughs) That would be wild, Brian. Exactly. But I I like it. Like he opens it up and it's folded up. Like he gets to, like one of them's like arrive at the airport or something like take a cab to the airport and he gets there. And he's like, what the fuck? And so he opens the, the, another one and it's, it's the plane ticket to San Francisco <laughs> and he's on the plane. And like when he gets on the plane, he busts out the shake weight and he's shaking it up. And he's just over there shaking the shake weight the whole time. He did eight hour arms, but he's on a plane. <laughs> Somebody should ask him a secret. And he's like, I literally just shake weight. I shake weight. It works. I'm telling day. you, no one believes you. It works. Oh, I can I can imagine Buff Kumail saying that now. <laughs> no one believes you, but it works. <laughs> you look dumb as shit. It, it's it's incredible. It's incredible how much it works. It really gets your whole body going. It even gets my legs. It like like flexes for a second. You see his massive quads. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> and <laughs> and so he keeps going. Um. The flight attendant comes and she's like, he or she is like, chicken or fish? And he opens one of the fortune cookies and it's like fish. And so he orders the fish. But anyway, so so he gets to San Fran and then is this the so point where I'm he thinking like. I'm he's, he's like fresh out of uh, fortune cookies at this point. So he's got to go to Chinatown to go to another restaurant. Yeah. So he gets in this restaurant and it's very similar, you know, Chinese. Re- how different are Chinese restaurants? But it's also very different in some odd ways. And he's kind of looking around the room and he notices, you know, like, oh, you know, so this is what San Francisco Chinatown is like, you know. So is it, it's it's not very strange. They're just like subtle ways that it's different. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he, he's checking out the decor. Okay. okay. He's very aware of his surroundings because at this point, you know, he's had people shoot at it. Last Chinese restaurant he was at got lit up with bullets. Destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very violently. Like several slow motion scenes of just bullets hitting bodies. And uh, it's kind of graphic. Like, Don't bring your kids to this movie. So he orders some food. He's talking to the, to the guy and he's like, he's like, so, uh, you know, what, wh- what's a good dish? You know, wh- what are some good dishes? He orders whatever the dude suggests. And at the end of the meal, uh, does it, does anything happen during the meal or does he just end the meal and get like a new set of fortune cookies or something like so that? So my thought was actually that he gets the bill and there's no fortune cookie. Oh. And uh, he he looks at the, the waiter and he's like, hey, can, you, can I have a fortune cookie? And he like gives him this really weird look like, really? But then he looks back and knows that there's like w- like a bowl of them on the like hot hostess table so he just grabs me like throws it at me he's like knock yourself out like what a weird fucking request he just leaves but you have a moment where like you're you think he's not going to get a fortune cookie that was my thought yeah it's just a a tense moment he's like i came all the way out here and i I don't even get a fortune cookie yeah maybe he makes a scene out of it yeah maybe maybe that's the like a little like you can see he's real frantic about this because he's now he's like stranded now that he doesn't have him so he gets one he took the advice from these weird fortune cookies and then he doesn't have them anymore, so he goes to get another one, and they've left him high and dry, and he's he's really worried. I can see why he'd be frustrated. Yeah. This is like uh, taking Google Maps to your favorite restaurant and finding out that it's been closed for five years. That's incredibly frustrating, Brian. Yeah. 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 So so he opens this new fortune cookie, and wh- what does this one say? 
Does it have the address for the the um, factory? Oh, guys, what if it looks like a printing mistake? What if it looks like they just accidentally printed their address instead of the the fortune? And he like he he's like, fuck, this isn't one of them. I'm out of them. But then he realizes like, no, I I have to go here. So he goes anyway. Okay. Like he he yeah. he's he's just got this like sneaking suspicion. He's like that it's still part of the wait game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is an address. Maybe I should go there. So he goes. He goes to the address, and it's a giant, obviously a, a Chinese cookie, you know, fortune cookie factory. Is it shaped like a cookie from the outside? What do you mean? It's obvious. It's a <laughs> fortune cookie factory. Well, it says P. F. Chang's fortune cookies on the outside. I don't know. <laughs> It just says Fortune Cookie Factory. <laughs> yes. Um, so he goes in, and mm-hmm. what's what is this scene like, or, or what what is this next arc like? Because I have a feeling this is kind of the the third act, last bit of it. Yeah. So he goes in, and there's like crates just stacked. It kind of looks like the warehouse from the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he's like navigating through, and he like keeps hearing like you know, sounds that sound like they could be other people sneaking around and stuff. He's on edge and we're using like really tight, uh, angles and shit. And finally, like, you know, he's making his way up the stairs. Lights are flickering and shit. He's got the gun, which by the way, he gets on the plane with the gun. Well, the fortune cookie told him a way to sneak a gun onto a plane. I, I just think we just point out how, like how he, he takes the gun through TSA and they're just so bad at their jobs that they don't even notice it. My thought was that like it was it, there was going to be a scene where he like realizes he has a gun and he's about to get into the TSA line. He's like, what the fuck? And it, he like opens one of them and it tells him exactly when to get in. And like the guy before him is like a real bumbling like idiot pain. And so they just like rush him through without scanning him or anything there's like ah just go on and so like the cookie helped him get the gun onto a plane (laughs) all right okay so sack he's in the factory yeah he's in the factory and i was at first thinking it should be like empty i think it'd be weirder if it was just like a fully functioning factory like there's just dudes working going about their job like putting fortunes in cookies so he's walking through and he's you know doing like he's looking around he's like what what like you know there's just people working um he was expecting to be more on edge you know be in a little shadier place and he's just walking through and he eventually like works his way up to like i don't know like an office on the top floor and there's just a dude sitting at like an old pc um typing away some old chinese dude he's wearing glasses Wearing like yeah, really yeah. thick framed glasses. Uh, he like looks up and he's like, "Ni hao, who are you? What are you doing here?" Yeah, ni hao. He puts. Uh, oh, he doesn't speak English, but he types everything in English. That's the best part. Which is weird that he can write all these things in English. Maybe he gets them from a script. I don't know. And the name tag on his desk says Ping Fong Chang. Uh, <laughs> it is the Ping Fong Chang. Yes. I don't even know if that's what the PF and PF Chang stands for, but stands for Paul Francis, Paul Francis, Paul Francis Chang. Okay. So the dude is just like going about his business though. Like he's typing furiously. He's getting up. He's like fetching sheets of paper as they print off and like sending them to get cut into strips. And like Kumail walks over and he looks at the uh, computer 
and the keyboard is in like Mandarin characters, but everything being typed is in English. It's just very confusing. Sure. And Kumail is trying to ask him questions the whole time. Uh, and the dude is just like, he's just doing his thing. He's not really giving Kumail any mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. So then like dude keeps getting up, going down, getting up, going down. Uh, and finally like, indicates he needs to go to the bathroom like he needs to take a break or something and he leaves the room and then kumail's just like walking he's reading through all these fortunes none of them really like mean anything to him they're not giving him instructions and he's rifling through them and then finally like he puts the stack of fortunes down he uh walks back over to the desk and there's a fortune cookie sitting on there yeah and he opens it up and it says, sit down. So then he sits down. He looks at the screen again and there's only one fortune oh. typed out and it says, start typing. Oh my God, yes. And then that's just how it ends. <laughs> yes. He's just, Kumail yes. is just, he's the new fortune cookie guy. He's the, new, he's the new fortune cookie guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, it, he's, it was recruiting him to influence someone else. It's like a self, yes, I love it. Like, you're only freed from being the fortune cookie writer until you can get someone to come release. Oh, my God. That's good. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we're going to leave it really That's open-ended. So good. Like, it's like the ending to Inception. Like, we're not really going to explain what happened. Fuck, Zach. That's good. Um, I don't know. I feel like I would be very unsatisfied with that. No, that's perfect. I want people to be unsatisfied. Oh, oh, oh all right. Yeah, that's pretty much my approach to my sex life. This so. movie, this actually, this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the podcast, this podcast is that exact idea, that exact scenario. We are creating this podcast to lead you to creating your own so we can be freed from this prison. So then Kamel has to like target somebody with his well we don't know we That's, don't know it's vague, oh, don't know. It's vague. <laughs> okay. it builds a, it builds a, it, there's gonna be people on reddit threads going well what does this mean who is yeah. the the, like, yeah. the fan theory subreddit is going to be all about our movie for oh, yeah. like a year yeah they're gonna be like what was reagan doing like why was she involved? Who were the Chinese men in black? Why did they shoot up the Chinese restaurant? Yeah. Is May part of this? Yeah. And like, I'm imagining like he sits down and then the camera like just is starts slowly panning out. So is the last scene, he, he just kind of shrugs and he's like, he writes some generic Chinese fortune. I don't think we show him start. No, I don't think we show him start. I think that like Zach said, the last thing is him sitting down and it panning out like he's now got to decide if he wants to play into this and like it's vague enough i like endings like that this is kind of like a kafka-esque ending isn't it yeah this is a kafka-esque movie a little bit yeah okay so i just i just want to say i really i like this ending quite a bit and i i put my stamp of approval on it rock is the head writer so he does have veto power Uh, no i like it i i have nothing better so that's i think the story what are we gonna call it how the cookie crumbles. The fortune factory. Well, we could just call it fortune. I think fortune's a good one. Yeah, oh, for sure. If you made it like the fortune factory or something like that, people the whole time would be like, oh, well, where's the factory? And then, it, and then it pops up at the end. So yeah, I think just fortune is good. I like fortune. I think fortune is, is definitely like a movie title for sure. So in the movie Fortune, Jake, played by Buff Kumail Nanjiani, 
gets a series of increasingly more specific and elaborate fortunes in his fortune cookies, setting off a series of events involving murder, conspiracy, uh, good recipes, bop it. And two and a half hours later, bada bang, bada boom, Camille now belongs to the uh, factory. He has become fortune, destroyer of worlds. And here we are. Well, that's the end of our episode. If you'd like to listen to us, take your idea and turn it into movie gold. Send us an email at screenplaypodcast at gmail.com. We have done another person's idea. Don't say we never do that. If you'd like to follow us on any of our social media, we are screenplayed on Facebook and screenplayed pod on Instagram and Twitter. The music, as always, is by our friends Young Romantics. And thank you for listening to us make the next great Hollywood thriller fortune all right well i'm zach woldridge uh leaving you with the expanse of your intelligence is a void no universe could ever fill i'm brian lee and remember a dubious friend may be an enemy in camouflage and confucius says listen to screenplay lights camera action perfect